Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky. Happy day to you, my friend, and I hope you're well. Like, seriously, I mean it. I hope you are well because we are going to be around others, and if we are truly focusing on who we are in the moment and what others need from us, it's pretty hard not to be in a good life groove. I bring this up to you because I've been around a lot of people lately who've been asking questions without a real intent for the question to be answered. And it's one of my all-time favorite questions that was mastered by the Greek philosophers. It's very simple, incredibly profound, and insanely difficult to answer, especially if asked by a small child. Before I get into the question, I want to remind you of your obligation to be a leader in every environment and that leaders do not run from problems. Instead, they run into them with the understanding that their attitudes and actions have consequences for others and those consequences are very influential. That is because no matter what we're doing, We, through our behaviors and mindsets, can change the direction of others, which is why we charge into the storms like buffaloes and we recognize that our influence is what makes us a leader, not our rank. As leaders, being able to address questions is critical. And more importantly, being able to answer questions for ourselves is a powerful and intentional strategy to keep us focused, passionate about our lives, and positive about our future. One thing that helps us is to be able to answer a question with certainty. And many times that certainty is to instead reframe the questions that are bothering us. The question I keep hearing everyone ask is, why? Why, Ted? Why is this happening? Or why did that even occur? Or why isn't there any of this? Why can't I help? Why is a powerful question but also a powerful statement. It is how we get to the root of an issue, especially if we ask it continually and over and over at the same problem. I believe that one of the best people to help you solve a problem is a kindergarten teacher. Because a kindergarten teacher can answer the question, why? With lightning quick speed. Why is that? Well, it's all they do all day long. Go hang out with a kindergarten teacher with their students and watch them masterfully answer questions at the speed of light. If you have ever gone for a hike in the woods with a four or five-year-old who is the slightest bit curious, you will understand the power of the question why. When my kids were younger, it was a true test of my wits sometimes when we would go hiking. Dad, why are there hills? Well, in Wisconsin, where we live, kids, there were glaciers, and they compressed the earth and left deposits, filling in the landscape, and in other places, making new landscape. Pretty darn good answer, until one of the kids would say, why is that? Well, the earth was younger then, and temperatures were different, and there were multiple miles thick of ice, and these sheets had formed all over us, and when they began to melt, well, when they melted, it caused all of this around us again. When your dad was a physical geography teacher and has a degree in it, these questions are fun, at least for a little while. Then they would say, why? And I would go, I would get to a point to which I have no more answers. And then they would look at me quizzically and walk another 15 feet and suddenly be intrigued by something else, like 
an acorn they would find on the ground. And they would say, Dad, why do trees have acorns? Well, by the time I would complete the hike, I was mentally exhausted from root-causing the physical world we live in and would finally distract them with a game or something. Or I would just turn the cruise control on the car and pass out and hope we'd make it home. Well, anyways, when I keep hearing people ask why in a helpless manner, it reminds me of those hikes. You can't keep getting stuck, but I have great empathy. I don't know the ultimate cause of the Earth's heating and cooling cycles over the millennia, but I know the frustration of getting to the point where I can't answer a question any longer. That is a helpless spot, and I get it. So I have a tip for you and an answer for getting through the moments of why. The answer is to flip the why to another question. What? Specifically, what is my purpose? Identifying your purpose throughout your life and day makes things a little easier to understand. It also allows you to focus on what you can control, and for that matter, allows you to take control. Buffaloes have a clear purpose to live, to support their herd, and create the conditions to survive, thrive, and carry on the herd. When a storm comes, they've learned to be purposeful and charge. Purposeful. Unlike the cow that stands around and dwells on, why is this happening to me? Purposeless. There's a ton of research on this idea and how being mindful of your purpose allows you to be stronger in both brain and body. Too often, when we get stuck in the moment, it is as a result of our inability to self-identify, yes, self-identify our purpose. If we are waiting for others to tell us our purpose, (laughs) well, we are going to find ourselves in a vicious cycle of why. Why did they tell me that? Why can't I do what I want? Why does everyone else get there? Why is it always everyone but me? Why can't I do what I want? Well, come on now. Instead, When we are dealt a circumstance, we need to identify our purpose. People who live their life knowing their purpose have incredibly positive consequences when they practice this level of reflection and metacognition. So here's the sequence of questions to ask yourself. First, why am I here in this moment? And what is my purpose in this moment? Don't get stuck on the cynical cycles of why throw in a what. Every situation we have in life boils down to a key concept. We always have a choice. Down to the most basic piece of our existence, no matter what is going on around you, the ultimate choice is yours. You choose your engagement, you choose your mindset, you develop and choose your energy, and if you're happy or not, you choose that too. No one else controls that but you. So how do you fuel it when you find yourself cynically asking, why? You identify your purpose in the moment and look at the overarching opportunities that are facing you. How do we define our purpose? Well, one foundation indicates that purpose is a stable and generalized intention to accomplish something that is at once personally meaningful and at the same time leads to productive engagement with some aspect of the world beyond the self. Not all goals or personally meaningful experiences contribute to purpose, But in the intersection of goal orientation, personal meaningfulness, and a focus beyond the self, a distinct conception of purpose emerges. Oh, that's pretty heady. What does it mean? Find your purpose, hit your goals. Listen to these benefits of identifying your purpose and living life with intentional purpose. Interestingly, 
purpose in life has been found to be associated with improved physical functioning late in life, including your walking speed and physical strength. One study found adults between the ages of 51 and 61 who lacked a sense of purpose because what ended up happening to them was they were more likely to die early, particularly of cardiovascular diseases. No purpose, no heart. Indeed, in that investigation, purpose in life was a stronger predictor of a life outcome than such traditional risk factors as smoking, drinking, and a lack of exercise. A longitudinal study of older adults reported that purpose and meaning in life were associated with positive life changes over the next four-year period in their own lives. In short, the pursuit of purpose ends up being life-enhancing in almost all respects, says Brett Steenberger. So, we are living in unpredictable times. And maybe, maybe we need to get to the purpose here a little quicker, as a Holocaust survivor, Viktor Frankl, suggests by when he said, experiencing adversity might actually contribute to the development of a purpose in your life. Well, we have a little bit of adversity around us, right? And maybe framing it as what is our purpose during these times will help to motivate us through it. Maybe, right? Well, if you can get through the Holocaust with a mindfulness like Viktor Frankl did, maybe we can get through the challenges we are facing with a focus on what is our purpose. As leaders, we have the opportunity right now, right now to support this. And here's how I suggest we do it. Remind people of our purpose in every environment in which we step into by being purposeful in looking at how you are needed in the environments, you or them. How are they needed in offices, classrooms, hallways, committee rooms, boardrooms, any place you're in? I'm going to send you a visual in the TH3 this week that we will create for you to use to help people frame their purpose. But here's a list of ways in which you may not even be thinking about purpose in your own life and the lives of others. The visual tool I have for you can just be put out on the center of tables as you begin to meet, or you can hang it in a general area where people will be collaborating or commingling. Here is a list of purposes, because you have to actually start to think about it. If you enter an office or a classroom or a meeting, you're not thinking, what is my purpose right now? And maybe that's why you're getting stuck. So start to think of, okay, when I'm in this environment for the next 5, 10, 60, 120 minutes, for the next day, for the next week, for the next month, wherever I'm serving, identify your purpose when you're there because then you will focus on that. Here is a list of things that I believe are purposeful for you to think about as you enter those rooms. Are you there to inspire, to learn, to support? Are you there to provide resources or support the guidance of others? Are you there to build something? Are you there to critique for quality? Are you there to ensure the safety of others physically and emotionally? Are you there to love? Are you there to organize? Is your job to provide humor in the moment? Is your job to develop process? Is your purpose accountability? Is your purpose to be empathetic? Is it to support reflection? Is it to collaborate? Is your purpose to be the problem solver or to be the optimist? Is your purpose to provide reinforcement? Is your purpose in the moment to demonstrate gratitude? Is your purpose to grow from failure? And finally, at its base, is your purpose just to provide for yourself or others? Instead of asking why you're here in a cynical fashion or asking why are we doing this or why is this even happening, 
the question becomes, what can I do here? What is my role? What is my purpose? Living life with a cynical bend is not only unhealthy and a waste, it has no purpose. Unless, of course, your purpose is to inspire others to action, like getting away from negativity. Lastly, when you're coaching others, when faced with the naysayers and the doom prophets who want to ask why all of the time or really good people who are just simply stuck, when you're coaching them, you need to reframe the frustration or pinch point. Flip the conversation and discuss, okay, I see what's happening. I understand this is frustrating, but let's talk about this. What's your purpose? In this moment, why are you here? What are you going to do? What is your purpose in what is going on in this narrative, in the situation, or the dilemma that we're facing? What does the person bring to the table that will provide the energy to overcome the negativity? What is your purpose and how can we utilize your contributions to make the situation better? I know there's a ton of stuff going on that we cannot control, but in that moment when all of these things are happening around us, we have a choice and the choice is to decide what is my purpose in this moment. How can we define our purpose and then bring our best to that moment for others? That's the question a buffalo would ask as a storm was coming across the horizon. I'm going to end this episode with this quote from Viktor Frankl, and I hope it hammers home the point for you here, because it did for me. For the world is in a bad state, he said. But everything will become still worse unless each of us does his best. So let's do some smart thinking. Describe how you can shift from why to what. List your purpose. And reflect on how you can support others identifying their own purpose in every moment they're in. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. As always, thank you for listening, and please share this with those you lead around, with, and for. Maybe this episode will help them think about and find their purpose. Please rate the podcast, and remember to follow me on Facebook or Twitter. And if you have not yet subscribed to TH3, please go to CESA6.org to subscribe. And, of course, thank you to the Well Pennies who are dropping their holiday album this Wednesday. As you enter this week and look to lead... Each time you enter the building, you drive up to a meeting, you step into your classroom, you step onto the field, whatever it is you're doing, reflect upon your purpose in every given moment. There can be no more, why am I sitting here? It has to be, what am I sitting here to do? If the answer is nothing, get up and go. There's no one forcing you to stay or to be intentionally disengaged. It's your choice. We need to have meaning and purpose in our lives. We need to reflect on it or else it becomes meaningless, which creates a cycle of cynicism and finally total disengagement from the responsibilities we have to be the best version of ourselves and support others. I was talking to a friend the other day and he was kind of in a defeatist mode. And as we discussed his situation, we quickly began to reframe the issue he was facing as opportunities to support others, to provide meaning through fun and to recall that work has never been easy. It's just that now we all have a universal, why is this still happening? 
Why is this pandemic still around? Well, the real question is, what is my purpose for others during these trying times? I mean, come on, people. We only live once. And to take two years to give ourselves permission to mope around is ridiculous. Today, charge forward with meaning and purpose. Look for ways to drive yourself into the mission of the day and use your gifts to lift others and make your presence your purpose. Your purpose as a leader is to be there in that moment to inspire, support, and love everyone around you. Hey, put the world away. Fight a little longer until you feel okay. Cause there's nothing I can do when everything's the matter and there's no one left like you. Wait, wait for the sunlight. Oh, 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 oh,